of blowouts this weekend, I felt like, uh, Fernando. But those Chargers, they, they never like to go into blowouts. Uh, they like to make it interesting, as always. You know what's, uh, you know what's funny about that is that uh, Brandon Saley was actually asked about that right now. We just had our uh, press conference with him, and uh, he was asked about it. And uh, he says, all these games in the NFL are close. This isn't college football where Georgia's playing UAB or Austin uh, pay or something like that. I don't know why it's such a surprise that all these games are close. That's just the way the NFL is. And to an extent, I think he has a point. I mean, it really is. Uh, it really is close. And and we all know how how the NFL is. So um, so I, I'm not surprised by it. But OK, so obviously the whole four down thing, it was a discussion again yesterday. Uh, Eric Williams and I were getting into it. He's like, you millennial, you want him to go for it, don't you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm all for it. I don't care. Like, I, I just think the play calling has been kind of sus, as the kids say today. Um, but they, well, well, okay. So he was conservative. They're zero and two. They are aggressive. They're two and zero. <laughs> so I don't know if that's correlation. But right now, I, I we asked him right now, or he was asked right now, Brandon Haley about the tush push, and uh, he said it was. He's he was asked, was it not executed properly, or did the Raiders just do a good job of uh, of stopping it? And he said a little bit of both. So yeah, I, I I didn't see much push in the tush uh, when it came. So when that play happened, so I don't know if it was because Herbert was like they knew he was hurt, and they're kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that to him, or if it was just because they were like kind of like standing there not knowing what to do. But if they would have pushed the tush, I'm sure they would have gotten a, a first down. <laughs> uh, so that, does that mean we're gonna get into it already? Because I do have some uh, thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right, first down. Raiders get by the sorry, Chargers get by the Raiders. Sorry, uh, yeah, you know, going on that's a good debate, you know, that you had you and Eric about should you go first or you're not. And then we also talked about it with Adam Hill. And you know, funny story Adam Hill was defending Brandon City last week and he was like, You got to be a moron to not see what he was thinking. I'm like, I, I, I didn't see it. And the reason why I, I'm not a moron, Adam. <laughs> the reason why is like. Yes, the numbers say you go for it. You get the first down, you win the game, you close it out. But you also got to, you know, you know, I think I'm better than the AI computer. You got to account for how bad your defense has been. You got to account for the record. You got to account for everything that's going on outside of the numbers. And, you know, time and time again, the Chargers defense has not came through. But they kind of have the last two weeks. It just... You know, the first week, the Vikings week, I'm like, okay, no, don't, don't do not leave your defense on a short field. You're putting too much pressure. They got to pick Kenneth Murray. This week, it was Asante Samuel Jr. that bailed them out. But you're right. It is the play calling. The play calling has been pretty bad. I don't get it. You pay Justin Herbert $50 million, but you're doing like a sneak or a run to Joshua Kelly. Can we get a little more creative here? And I guess when, if it happens again a third time, people are probably going to be like, okay, now you're going to get creative. Let's back off. So it's a guessing game overall. But, you know, there, there's some disconnect here with Kellen Moore's play calling and then a little too much confidence in Brandon Sabia's defense. But to, the, to their credit, Fernando, Khalil Mack, six sacks. They're getting pressure. They're getting takeaways. And that, like I said last week, it goes a long way. Keenan Allen put the crown after the game on him. So, uh, hey, by the way, what did I tell you before or before the game or during halftime? He probably thinks that he sees number four and he got he gets PTSD and thinks it's Derek Carr. He actually <laughs> mentioned it to Melanie Collins after the game. Oh, yeah? He said something. He's like, he looks kind of like Derek back there. So, 
so I think that's why. Is that a good I, thing or a bad thing? I don't. I, know. I don't know what it is, but out of his fourteen sacks as a Charger, nine of them have come uh, against the Raiders. So, uh, you, you know what's you know what's wild, Fernando? I had no idea that Khalil Mack had zero sacks going into the game. Yeah, he went into the game with zero sacks. He left the game the league leader in sacks in the NFL. <laughs> that, that is wild. Six sacks in a in a day. You know, and, Dude, he's four away from four, uh, the season from uh, from matching what he did last year. No, from no, he's two away from matching what he did last right? year, and he's four away from uh from getting the ten sacks, which usually yeah. for pass rushers, everybody's like ten and above is great. Dude, like, so, like at one point I wanted him to get the break the record. So did I. Like, I was waiting for it. Like when the game got close, I'm like, okay, now he's gonna, they're gonna really rush the the passer here. Maybe get seven. And you know, shout out to Tyler Dragon. I've been sitting next to him at, at SoFi Stadium. We were really into that game. I'm like, you're not gonna challenge that. You're gonna go for the fourth down, six sacks. Like we're like, what is going on in this game? And we, we looked it up. Okay, Derek Thomas has a record for uh, sacks in a yep. game seven. He didn't get that, but shout out to uh, the Chargers PR for another note. That Derek Thomas and Khalil Mack are the only two players in NFL history with two games of five sacks from more. I'm like, whoa, yeah. I guess I did see some history. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, Khalil, that's the thing about it. Everybody keeps on talking about, oh, maybe Khalil's washed. Maybe Khalil just doesn't have it anymore. If you guys go back and watch the three games, he does get there. It's just that either the quarterback gets rid of it or somebody beats him to it. But like it's no accident that Khalil had six sacks yesterday. I know the guy's a rookie and he was maybe holding on to the ball too long, but uh, but that's just Khalil making good plays. And I thought I, I still think Khalil has some left in. Uh, he still has some gas left in that tank, and and he's gonna show it. But wow, like six no, sacks with, just, without Joey Bosa and Derwin yeah. James, he exactly. And then uh, Thule was – that's the thing. Thule does some stuff that doesn't show up on the statue. You know yeah, how NBA coaches like saying that about certain guys? Well, that's, I think, what Thule's been for these guys. Mm -hmm. I think he's opening up – because there was one sack where they're both on the same side, and Thule engages with the guard in the left tackle – in the right tackle, and then Khalil went around both of them, and he comes straight up. Like, I think Aid, Aiden's eyes kind of opened up, and he's like, crap. And Khalil came up and, and tackled him. So, hey, don't forget the suplex or the spine buster from, uh, <laughs> from uh, Asante Samuel Jr. Also, that was a, that was an interesting thing. And then, the, obviously, the hit out of bounds. But let, let's get into that one. The hit out of bounds from... Well, before you do, I, yeah. I see people are watching. Don't be shy. Get in the comments or give us a takeaway, your opinion, because I'm sure... If you're a Chargers fan, you have an opinion about this next topic. Go ahead, Fernando. Yeah. So, obviously, Jerry Tillery launches. like, And you know what's crazy? We should have been talking about Herbert uh, putting Max Crosby yeah. on, on skates, in a sense. But Jerry Tillery hits Herbert out of bounds. The first indication that the, the my first thought was, I'm going to look at his teammates. Hi, oh, wow. Uh, hi from Chile. Oh, hey, really? Hey, shout out yeah, Chile. Yeah. That's awesome. That's that's awesome. Just because uh, of that, I we should have a show on Chile now. That'd there you cool. go. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Uh, so obviously he gets hit out of bounds, and then uh, and I looked at Max Crosby. Max Crosby just goes like he could. He was you could tell he was not happy at that. And Max Crosby's a leader on this team. He knows exactly. Uh, he knows exactly that that was a bonehead play, Gilbert. I, I've been around the NFL now for about, I mean, I don't know, 2014 probably since then. So to see 
I've never seen a whole team run up and defend one player the way I did. And I saw some jabs. I saw some cheap shots being thrown in that pile. But I was like, I was really impressed. I was like, wow, okay, everybody. And then after the game, you hear, and everybody's like, that's our guy. That's our leader. Like, like Jerry knows exactly what he did. And you're like, whoa, like, okay, like these guys are really, they really, I mean, this is Justin Herbert's team. And I know everybody wants to talk about the money. It's not the money. Money doesn't earn you respect. It's your game and what you've done. And Justin Herbert has earned the respect of every single player in that on that team and every single uh, coach, general manager, everything. He's earned the respect of everybody in that building. And that was just impressive to see the way everybody really launched themselves out to go. Everybody, everybody ran out there to help Justin Hurt. Anybody in the Power to Blue jersey ran at Jerry Tiller. It was, it was incredible to see. Yeah, you got to keep it real. It was a, a, a dirty hit, a very late hit there. Yeah. And, and yeah, I get it. The quarterback is running with the ball and, and you know, sometimes that happens, but he was clearly out of bounds and and people say, hey, you can't stop when you're going that fast. I, you know, it, it was that late that you could have. So but the thing here is like, you know, it, it's a little strange, you know, because, you know, from all the, you know, the time that I, I spent with Justin Herbert and Jerry Tiller, you could tell they were friends. There was a friendship there, you know. But you also know uh, Tillery's background. Where, like he had a couple late hits in training camp, and you don't touch the quarterback. And then you see what Kyle Van Noy said on Twitter about Jared Tillery. I, I think Tillery and Herbert are friends, but when it, when you put aside the friendship, Tillery does have a style. It's a you could label as dirty. So get to see the teammates defend them, and uh, go ahead and show this tweet from Kyle Van Noy. So Kyle Van Noy tweets out Khalil Mack. I guess he likes playing the Raiders at, uh, after they traded him. Uh, Matthew Johnson asked him, you see Cher Jerry Tillery cheap shot? Kyle Van Noy says, yeah. If you only knew the behind the scenes with Jerry, I'm shocked hands weren't thrown. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we all know uh, that there something happened, and that's why Jerry was cut last year. Um, so, I mean, well, I guess that's more than just, uh, being a little dirty. That's performance too. No, no, no. I, I completely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I completely understand what I'm saying is though, that there's more to this yeah. than, uh, than obviously what's been let out because remember all of a sudden Jerry was just, he was gone. Like they just cut him and, and that was it. So that something, something crazy must've happened. And, and, uh, and obviously Kyle Van Noy knows it, but, uh, yeah. and, and you know, Kyle Van Noy is, is a well-respected player around the NFL. He's won rings with the Patriots and everything. So that's huge uh, if he's saying something like that. So, yeah. No, uh, and, and the players in the Chargers, I know you went to the Raiders locker room. In the Chargers yeah. locker room, players weren't – like I asked Gerald Everett. I asked uh, I asked Trey Pipkins. I asked a lot of people, and everybody, they were just not happy about, uh, about him. And obviously, Jerry – when Jerry was brought in last year for the Raiders – they improved. I mean, and I'm not going to lie, like the Chandler Jones really kind of took off in a sense once Jerry Tillery kind of came in. But I mean, now it's like he, he hasn't he hasn't kept up that same play as last year. So because uh, I remember when he played against the Chargers, he had one or two sacks of Herbert and there was a little weirdness even there in, in that game. So. Yeah, I, I don't know, but just uh, just not a good look for him. And, and you're kind of already teetering of still being in the NFL and not being in the NFL. And yeah. And, and honestly, Tillery is just a strange cat all around. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I've only had like one or two interactions with him, and it was just, yeah, just 
strange, strange interactions. I'm not going to go any further than that, but just yeah. really strange. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sp speaking of strange, I, I just want to kind of go back to to the last, the, the final minutes of this game, and you know, I'm I'm not trying to be a party pooper. The, the Chargers are two and two, but they should have beaten that team by maybe you know a couple scores, not sweat out a one score game at the end. Like I completely agree. You know, it was twenty four to seven. And like there was like this slow comeback because they had the Raiders had three points in the third quarter, they had seven in the fourth. Like it didn't feel like a comeback, but suddenly you're looking at the scoreboard like, oh, it's a one score game, and the Raiders are getting the ball back. So that, you know it was strange. And then you kind of go back, like like McDaniel's and Bradley are always like in, in in the headlines for having questionable calls. You know, you know when they got down there in the goal line setting, you know. Josh Jacobs, you know, they didn't they didn't give him the ball and they, they put the, the ball in Aiden O'Connell's hands and you know that did not work out and, and it helped out Brandon Staley on the defensive side because Sunday Samuel Jr. got the got the interception. Nobody Super Bowl 49 worries. part two. Uh yeah. So <laughs> no, nobody worries about the fourth down. And, and and I don't know, Fernando, because you know, I, the replays that I was seeing on Devontae Adams fourth down conversion at SoFi, I didn't get the full angles apparently. I guess the elbow went down, but the elbow went down. So I guess that you know that yeah your but your buddy a couple of seeds down kept on talking. Why isn't he challenging? Why isn't yeah, he challenging? Yeah. The elbow was down, dude. Like yeah. damn. I, I I was fooled by a SoFi Stadium uh, uh cameras, which I guess maybe wanted Baron Sanders to you know yeah. challenge it. But credit to the people upstairs, they say, hey, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, don't don't waste no, your it, time. It was here. a patch. So you know I got that one wrong there, but. Just to be in that situation where you're having a, a rookie guy they debut who just got sacked six times by one player, let him build his confidence, throw to his best player, and then be in a situation where like they could have tied the game and, and it didn't work out. McDaniel's taking heat for not giving the ball to Josh Jacobs, the interception, things like that. But why couldn't it be a clean game and just crush this team where they have no firepower? And credit to to the Raiders defense, they held it down in the second half and they usually don't do things like that. So maybe there is something promising for on the Raiders side, but it was still an ugly game overall for the Raiders and a little disappointing for the Chargers not to finish it. No, there's nothing promising about the Raiders. The <laughs> Chargers were just that bad. They have Max Crosby. That's about no, it. no, 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 but no, I understand that. But I'm saying like, there's something wrong with this team in the sense yeah. of why are second half adjustments not like, I, I just, I haven't seen any second half adjustments. Why is it that the offense came out flat in the second half? I understand you don't have Mike. I get it, but that's something that you're gonna have to face now the rest of the season. You're not gonna there's no he's not gonna come back unless Mr. Miyagi goes in there and does a little <laughs> bit of his magic. But uh but he, Palmer he, stepped up though on that last uh reception there. Yeah, on the, the fifty yeah, but he, then he had a couple of drops. Uh you're right, you're right. Johnston had that nice catch, but then after that, he only played in fifty one percent of the snaps. Um Darius Davis had the most impact of a secondary player. I think Darius Davis had the well, no, actually, no. I'm gonna, Josh Palmer still had the the second biggest impact, but, but Darius Davis is uh, has performed. I mean, he's had some moments too, but it's like I, I I don't know. And and obviously, the Raiders had a good game plan against Keenan. They basically doubled them most of the game. Yeah, so they, they uh, so and none of the tight ends. Uh, Gerald Everett had uh, two catches for for like nine yards uh any news about parham yes uh the news is that there is no news uh it is a wrist injury and uh, we'll know more next week when uh the injury report comes out which is next thursday so the finger uh, the herbert finger 
Oh, the Herbert, the what? The, the Herbert finger. Is he uh, okay? Oh, yeah, no, that one, uh, they don't expect him to miss any time. Um, they basically, what did they call it? They said it uh, is fractured. Um, the finger is fractured. He's not expected to miss any time. So, uh, and obviously, it helps that they uh, they have a bye week. So um, that is definitely uh, that is definitely good. Um, somebody yeah, has a question for you. Go go over. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Okay, the flesh wound. The flesh wound. I don't know if you guys know this, but. Uh, it's from Monty Python. It's a movie. It's like a, a movie thing. Justin, that's what Justin called it because <laughs> it's a part of a movie. Like the guy gets his arms chopped off this like dark night, this like night. He gets his uh, arms chopped off and he's like, you can't fight. He's like, it is just a flesh wound. And like, uh, and if you can hear at the beginning, Justin's kind of saying it in a British accent. So oh, he's really? like, yeah, he's like, tis just a, just a scratch. Look just at that. So, Showing the personality there. That's why I'm telling people, like, you guys don't understand. Like, Joey Bosa, Justin Herbert, like, there's funny guys. Like, they just have different kind of humor than what I think everybody's used to. But he is, like, well, yeah, the Chargers, yeah, Chargers social media got it later. But it was just so funny when I, like, I started chuckling. And I, I think Justin kind of turned and looked at me. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, he understood that I knew what he was doing. Anybody get I, it? I thought it was, uh, yeah, he's like. I, obviously it went all, uh, off the old heads and everything, but I was able to get it. So uh, I thought that was pretty funny. It's but a new movie though. So I'm surprised nobody else got it. Yeah, I know. I thought that was interesting, but uh, yeah, you, you had put this one. Uh, hey guys, yeah. is it me or the play calling reverted to a way more conservative approach than we are used to so far? Uh, do you want to take it away? Yeah. And it's not like a crazy analysis here, but when you were talking about, you know, Mike Williams, I started remembering, well, the Chargers didn't have Derwin James. They didn't have Joey Bosa. No Austin Eckler. And obviously the first game without Mike Williams, like fully. And it's going to be an adjustment. So it kind of, you know, maybe I am being a little harsh. And, and we, because you always see this team kind of struggle in one score games that like you, you should close them out. But if maybe it was one of those games where, okay, it's a feel out game, just get the freaking victory, go two and two and go into the bye week. So that could be part of it. But yes, when you have Justin Herbert, you want to be more explosive and, and push the, the ball down the field. So, it was conservative in the second half when you build a 24-7 lead and you're and you're seeing all the injuries piling up to start a player. You're probably thinking, let's get out of here into the bye week with a victory. And they and they kind of got a little too safe there. So that could be the issue there. But when you think about it, that's a lot of injuries to keep players. We'll see how they do after the bye week. And that's why I'm glad you have the report here. But I'm sure they won't give you much before a bye week. They should trade for Kyle Pitts. Save <laughs> Kyle Pitts. Yeah, uh, I actually... I actually said that the Falcons should not trade Kyle Pitts because that guy's a talented dude. They're just yeah. they're not they're not using him right. But if he's available, you're right. Go go and get him. Yeah, no, <laughs> they wouldn't. But um, it would just be uh, interesting to see what a tight end like that would do. Imagine um, how many how many times do you ask your defense to get stops? Yeah, this is something I don't know if you guys have heard. Uh, oh my god, somebody said yes, send Pitts. Uh, <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> All right. uh so okay this is something that i've heard in the past that i've heard some cowboy fans complain about there was a guy on the dan patrick show uh his name is uh uh shane irving he's complete he used to complain that uh he used to complain that kellen moore in in like towards the end of the game like some of the play calling was just kind of weird and and uh and he didn't understand why he was going like that he was more obviously he would use stronger words than i have chosen 
But, uh, but I mean, I, I don't know what it is either. It just seems like towards the end of games, the game plan, they kind of go away from it. I mean, last week you guys saw, like, they were doing some good things against Minnesota, and suddenly they kind of hit the wall at the end. And you're kind of like, whoa, like, where's all the creativity? In Tennessee, the same thing. They were very creative in the first three quarters, and towards the end of the game, it's like, well, where's the creativity here? And, like, on the final two drives, no creativity. Same thing against the, the Dolphins. No creativity towards the end of the game. So, I don't know if it's maybe a pattern that we're seeing or it's just the same thing, but they need to get more creative and they need to uh, pull some of these plays out. Like the Keenan Allen throw, that was really creative. That was great that they used it, but you need to do you need to do more more creative stuff like that, and not just not gadget plays, but just be more creative with the way you scheme to get guys open. In a sense, how about that last third down conversion? That was aggressive from way back in near their own end zone on a third down conversion. Oh and yeah, no, no, no. I, I completely launches to Josh and Palmer. So I get it, but people are frustrated. You should do more than that. But you know, for that instance, that that was a, a nice example. But yeah, you got you got to do more. And it's still kind of like I'm not trying to make excuses, but it's still. What four games to the Kellamore yeah. era? They're trying to figure it out. The first and you three just games, lost your second best receiver. Yeah, you're losing a lot. And then the first couple of games, the defense kind of getting going. So you got you want to make sure your defense is rested, so you're a little more balanced. So we'll see. But it, you know, the, the best thing I think people should should focus on. And by the way, this is a good point here by by Ricky about the, the yeah. The Raiders don't have much going, but they have a good special team. They're a good punter, oh, good kicker. Both, both of them, both of them. Yeah, so yeah, that you know, being pinned back and and being a field position game that does affect it when you're trying to rally as well. But you know, it, it is four games. We'll see how they do. But when you have Justin Herbert playing the way he has the last two weeks, I think everybody should feel good about that at least. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. He he, man, just Justin Herbert masks a lot of the stuff that uh, obviously kind of uh, this team has. Uh, oh, that was another thing. No, my bad. So Asante Samuel, no, Darius Davis was the one that got spine bustered. Uh, there was a tackle by Diablo on special teams. He kind of grabbed him and he spine bustered him. What did I say? I can't remember what I said Asante Samuel Jr. did, but it was just, uh, it was definitely interesting. But uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. They, they need to get more creative right here. I agree. The offensive play calling is lacking creativity. Wish they would have done more with Darius Davis. I completely agree with that. Yeah, Darius Davis should have been implemented a little bit more, especially because, like we said, there is no Mike, so you're going to have to get creative with all these players. The only thing is, like, I wonder, and and I spoke to Quentin Johnson last week, and he said, look, I feel I feel good. I'm ready to go. Like, I, I, I'm ready to step up and help this team. The only thing is, like, are you using him in creative ways? Or I know he had that one drop, that back shoulder one that he definitely should have caught. But I mean, I, I, I really don't know what it is. I mean, it, it literally felt yesterday like, yeah, Josh Palmer had the the three catches, but it kind of felt like there was there was nothing really there, and that's why Justin kind of had to take off running a lot more. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Moving forward, I mean, and division games are tough, but I agree with you. You're up twenty four to seven. You should have came out in the second half and put this game away. Said you let a rookie quarterback drive up and down the field in the second half, kind of, and put a little bit of uh, and 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 uh, and kind of, I don't know, and kind of strike not strike some fear in you, but you you got kind of nervous and you're like, oh crap, like mm, I don't know. So, uh, but definitely, well, let's take a couple more. Um, Asante Slam, like Derwin Slam. Well, I don't know because that Derwin on Kelsey one, that's like. That was pretty good. That, that was that, that's a, a big man freaking grabbing another big man and like 
Imagine if Durban did that now with with uh, Travis Kelsey with Taylor Swift. Oh man, the Swift people are right. That would be mad. So funny. (laughs) That would be interesting to see. Uh, Let's see. I had had to get one Taylor Swift reference on this show. Oh, and I'm sure you're gonna get some more. One more question: Will the Cowboys lose by 15 in San Fran? Don't tell that to Gilbert. Gilbert doesn't want to hear none of that. We'll get into that in a little bit though. Uh, But I think getting Jalen. Guy might help it could but it, it it just also you guys have to remember Jalen is I think at this point it's already been a year a complete calendar year since Jalen's played so it's gonna you guys have seen kind of what it's taken Josh Jacobs to get back having no training camp and, and kind of getting back into it so I'm sure that's the thing when you have an injury you kind of have to work out different muscles and and or when you have surgery like that you have to work out different things that you've never worked out before and I'm sure Jalen's going to be in incredible shape, but to get into football shape is going to take a little bit. Um, but I'm sure him stretching the field, and if he still has that speed, it'll definitely help. But it's going to take some time to integrate him. But you, you, you're going to need other guys to step up. That Monday night game against the Cowboys, even without Trayvon Diggs, it is going to be a tough, tough game. Like you that's see the, the Cowboys. Game? Yeah, that's your next that's game. Monday night week. football against uh, tough, yeah. the bye week. They have an extra day, though, because uh, it's Monday night. So. They have uh they have some time to get rested up. We'll see. The injury list last week was humongous. Like it was, it was uh yeah, it was pretty crazy. So we'll see what happens. Like uh, the Packers in the NFC. The Packers have a lot of injuries. Yeah, they do. And the Chargers and the Packers play each other in about a month. So uh it'll definitely yeah, you know, that's why I said without Diggs, uh without Diggs, it's gonna be they're still gonna be a tough team to to beat, especially with all the all the way they've been playing. I mean, they picked off uh, and I know Mac Jones and Justin Herbert are nowhere near in the same conversation, but they picked off Mac Jones a couple of times yesterday, pissed off Bill Belichick. So uh, that was definitely uh, interesting. 